come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. I'm Matt. And I'm Kimbra. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. Today is extra fantastic because we have special co-host Paro DJ on board. That's coming up in just a minute. Before we get to that, though, what is next week's episode all about, Kimbra? It's all about spooky stories. That's right. So don't forget if you have any scary stories, any ghost stories, especially if they're nautical or cruise related, send them over to fantasticcruising at gmail.com and they might get read right here on the podcast. Even if you don't do that, next week is going to be our first ever extra special spooky Halloween episode. We don't even know what's going to happen. It's scary. It's super scary. In the meantime, thank you so much to those of you that did go over to iTunes and give us a review. Those reviews are super helpful. If you haven't done that already, please consider going over to iTunes, giving us a star review, and even more important, leaving some words over there so that we know how we are doing. All right, well, we don't want to waste any more time. Let's get going with our special guest. All right, well, as promised, we have our guest co-host, None other than J and D of Paro DJ. How are you guys doing today? Good, Excellent. How are you? Bon Beanie. How are you? Bon Beanie indeed. We I are doing good. It. Well, I'm doing good. I shouldn't speak for you, Kimber. How are you doing? I'm doing great. That's good. All right. So uh Paro DJ, I don't know if you guys know who Paro DJ is. Yes, I do. Everybody knows who Paro DJ is because you guys are amazing. We but, don't even aw. know who we are. Just Thank in you. case there's like one person out there that somehow found Fantastic Cruising and didn't know who you are. Let's just uh, let's talk a little bit about you guys and, and what you do. Let's start let's start with the parody stuff because that's where you guys kind of started, that's the right? Roots. Yeah, that's the root of everything. So hello to that one person. It's nice <laughs> to meet you. Uh, yeah, we started on the YouTube machine in 2013 doing parody music, thinking, you know, oh, we're going to be the next Weird Al and Weird Al-let because there's two of us. <laughs> uh, and just, you know, it, it limited success on that front. And then D one day had the brilliant idea of, hey, why don't we document? A cruise. I'm and genius. It, so 2015, we changed gears from mm -hmm. parody tunes. As much as I love parodies, and we do still do the occasional parody, but she got us into that cruise vlogging life. It just kind of <laughs> stuck from there. So uh, yeah. that's what we do now. And we have built a happy little family. Yeah. I'm telling you. We <laughs> love every is, minute of it. It is indeed. And, and I got to say, like, when I got into cruising, uh, which was around 2011, 2012-ish, and I was looking at a lot of videos, and I think I was getting ready to go on, may have been the the glory, I don't know, but that's when I found you guys, mm -hmm. and I was immediately hooked. You were one of the first channels I really got hooked on for watching cruise vlogs, and then I discovered your parodies, which I'm a huge Weird Al fan, so it was oh, like yeah. a win-win for me all the way around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> So you guys do all these YouTube videos and uh, YouTube channel. If you just go to YouTube and you search Paradj, you can find that. You can also go to uh, Facebook. You guys have a Facebook group. 
True. We have a that's well the the group is what the Para DJ Shenanigans Squad. We've right. got we've got the page and that's we've right. got the group. You know we're doubling it up on the Facebook life, but we <laughs> post most weird of like our, that. You I can know, only we, do certain things in the group <laughs> and thir- certain things in the page. It's confusing. <laughs> and I will put links to all of those things in the show notes in case you can't find any of those. But if you search for it. It'll come up pretty easily. I'm sure. Shenanigans is not an easy word to spell, but I love that word. I don't even know. <laughs> Shenanigans. Shenanigans. I like kerfuffle. That's true. Tomfoolery is a good one. Yeah. Tom, yes, all of those. Tomfoolery. I never met Tom, but anyway. Anyway, <laughs> no. yeah. So so you guys, I here's here's what everybody knows about you guys. One, you're you're a lot of fun. You're very funny. You're super nice. But also, we all kind of hate you a little bit because you go on so Slightly. many cruises. So yeah, many cru- yeah. how many cruises have you been on? As of right now, let's see, we just got off the Valor and the Glory. 29. Yeah, that was, uh, we've done 28 yeah. with Carnival and one with Royal Caribbean. Yep. That, that, okay, I knew you had done at least one Royal, but you've only done the one Royal and other than so that, you've far, been we've, we've got three or four to... more Royal booked. Yeah, we've got okay. some Royal, some Norwegian, celebrity. some celebrity. We're trying to expand that lifestyle, you know. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> I know I looked, you, I looked at your uh, thing on Shipmate just before we, we came on, because I was Stalker. like, I'm going to see how many cruises. You guys have 42 cruises counting the ones you have booked. Counting futures. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Yeah, really? You're going to make us sound like terrible, terrible, pretentious Thanks, people. Thanks, Matt. I, man, no, I you're, think not, have... you're not pretentious or terrible. We're just envious of you because you get to cruise so often. And it's, it's awesome, though. You know, like people, I know people always ask you, like, how can you guys afford to cruise? But cruising is really not that expensive Mm -hmm. compared to a lot of other vacations. Obviously, you know, different people have different financial situations and stuff, but compared to a lot of vacations, like we were just in St. Augustine last weekend and for like three days, we spent enough that we could have gone on probably a seven night cruise. So, Oh wow. Yeah. And and we got a lot of stuff for free that we got to do through, through the aquarium. So yeah, it's, it's definitely an economical way to travel and great value. Yeah, and you guys have kind of turned it into a hobby as well and and also created that family, which is one of the surprises for me with cruising was how cool the whole cruising community is and how it feels like a family. And you guys are always so welcoming. So definitely, if you haven't already, go over and check out Paradij's videos, check out their Facebook place. You guys do live streams typically on Sunday when they're Usually, not cruising on Sunday right. nights. <laughs> if, if we're home on a Sunday evening, yes. Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> yes, so very, very cool. All right, well, let's skip to sort of the, the main topic. What I wanted to do is, I know you get asked a lot of questions on the live stream and, and mm. on Facebook and stuff and YouTube, but I wanted to kind of go through Sort of instead of I thought about doing a top ten list, but instead we're just going to do a a ten questions, and each one is a top whatever the question is. So all four of us are going to give our answers, and we can just kind of see where that conversation leads. And I'm no. going to start. Are with, we keeping score? How do we determine a winner? That's I need to know who gets the ship on a stick trophy. That's what I'm concerned with here. I mean, I am curious to see how many of our answers align and how much they're different. Mm-hmm. I, okay. I wouldn't say that's a winner loser kind of situation, that's but true. Uh, but it, it, I am kind of curious to see where where the where the ships may fall. As uh, nice. <laughs> so here's the first one. What is your favorite port to leave from? To leave from what do you, I, I, I have, have a, a couple of answers for different reasons. <laughs> you know when you can't commit to one answer because you've got a lot of good answers. All right, let's, yep. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let these. Okay, with so this I can, can I have three? Oh my gosh, I only had. You two. can have three, but you got to kind of try and yeah you know, pick your favorite of the three. I know that's hard. We have a lot okay. of those too. We're like so 
for convenience sake, it's Port Canaveral, just because it's super easy to get to and we've never had any issues going out of it. Um, for fun, before the cruise, I picked New Orleans, just because okay. that was our latest venture and it was really, really fun. It really was. And then scenic, I picked New York. All right. <laughs> okay. You're getting like categorical within sorry, this. Sorry. No, that's okay. That's all right. <laughs> well, I that's did the okay. same thing and my two were in your three. So you answered oh. that question. Yeah, we're, we're able to find nice nonstop flights from our home airport to Orlando mm -hmm. like any day and just shuttle right over to Port Canaveral. So we do love that. And of course, I had to pick Manhattan for that skyline mm -hmm. sail away. I have heard that that is spectacular. Mm -hmm. I, I'm going to go. Well, here's the, here's the problem. I have only sailed out of florida and kimbra you have only sailed out of florida right, right. so so we're yeah. a little bit limited um i am curious about new orleans i'm curious about new york but my top pick that, that i chose is actually cape canaveral which now i had kind of the same situation like tampa obviously is super convenient because i can mm -hmm. literally park at work and just walk there in fact we were thinking about this today like we always check the gps on the way to work we carpool to work and it's like, what's going to be the fastest route? Because there's like four different ways you can get to the aquarium. And I realized that the GPS takes us to the front circle of the aquarium, but the parking lot is actually closer to the port. So if we want more accurate directions, I actually, for work, should put in the port rather than the aquarium. Port of Tampa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a <little> depressing. <laughs> but, uh, but so that is the most convenient. But I like Cape Can or Port Canaveral because, I, I, like you said, Dee, I've, I've sailed out of there a few times. It's always been hassle-free. Mm -hmm. um, I like the sail away a little bit better than Tampa because Tampa's, it's kind of cool to sail under the Skyway Bridge, but um, it's a long trek to get there where just going down the canal and getting out to the Atlantic Ocean is kind of a, a, a quicker and more scenic type of thing that happens and then it's over and then you can start getting on with the rest of your cruise. Now, True. Kimbra, what, what, did you, what did you say? You, I've only cruised out of two ports, so I chose Tampa because I've cruised out of there three times and only Port Canaveral once, and it was fine, but I'm just, I know Tampa better. Yeah, so that's, you know, what you're, what you're familiar with. Yeah. And, and it is super convenient. And then Absolutely. when you get off the ship, like, it's the same drive home as it is from work. So that's, <laughs> you can't really beat that. I guess that part's kind of depressing but though. We'll, yeah, yeah. But we'll, <laughs> we'll get you on some other ships. I don't know if I'd be able to work directly next to a cruise port. That uh, just seems like torture to yeah, me. Yeah, I don't I mean, know if, if I could. If either. I had to look out that window and you just see those ships sitting there, I would be on one every week. <laughs> right? If I, if I could, I would. Because it is... <laughs> It's really cool, but at the same time, you know, like we're, and we see them, like we go outside to eat lunch and there's like usually the Carnival Paradise, either every Monday or every mm -hmm. Thursday, just looming over you. And then as we get into the winter months, sometimes there's like five ships. Well, not five oh, ships. Wow. I guess they're, most there can be as three, three, right? It feels like five because they're, they're so overwhelming. But uh, there's like these three ships just like hovering over you. And it's like, I could just... I could just throw a, a little ladder up there and just sneak on one with a <laughs> rope, like ninja style. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Well, speaking of, of ships, the next question is, which ship is your favorite? So which, mm. which ship would you guys say is, the, is your favorite we, one that you've been on? We do have a definitive agree. answer that I know we're going to agree <laughs> Wait a minute. I this. think I know which one it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure. Are, are you proud of this answer? We we're are very, very proud. proud. Yeah. Extremely. <laughs> <laughs> so so what is it yeah ported in our closest uh home port year round the carnival, carnival pride. pride yes now and why is that one your favorite ship 
well, there's something about, well, I mean, having it close to home is nice. It's like home. But there's something about the spirit class. And I mean, I, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, people who have sailed on the miracle, the spirit, the legend, any of the sisters. There's just something about the layout of that ship that is so open. And I think it's the fact that they only have the one dining room and it's in the back. So you don't have that feeling on some ships where, you know, you walk out of your restaurant, you're all full of chocolate melting cake and you run <laughs> into a wall and you don't know how to get anywhere else on the ship unless you climb, you know, two decks. Yeah. Right, right. Well, and and it's funny you say that. Well, one, I knew that it was a pride because uh, I think the first time I met you guys, you were on, you came off the yes, pride. Yes, out of Tampa. And we, and did. we did. The yeah. one time we've sailed out of Tampa, it was the pride. Obviously. Yeah, back back when you were baby travelers. That's right. You've only been on like a few, like a handful. Only, well, now we've been cruising since 2005, but we've only been documenting it since 2015. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. the pride was was your, I think, wasn't it your first cruise, did you say? I think it was or? fourth. We started fourth. on the victory, a victory oh, triumph, okay. and then I think pride, maybe third. Fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Third or fourth. Okay. Fourth. It, it all becomes a blur after a while. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I know. It's like, which ship was that? Uh, well, but I agree with you on the spirit class. My favorite ship is that I've been on is the carnival legend. And and I've thought yes. that I would think that the uh, Vista was better. I didn't. I mean, I liked mm. the Vista, especially the second time I was on it. Uh, I thought that I would love the breeze. I thought this is going to be my hands down favorite ship I've been on. Mm-hmm. Nope. I still like the legend better. Something wow. about that spirit class. And I got to tour the miracle. I haven't been on the pride. I got to tour the Miracle and it felt the same to me. As soon as I walked on that ship, I was like, I remember why I like the legend so much, which yeah. right now we've had the Miracle, but we're getting the legend back. So I'm, I'm anxious to get back on that ship oh, in cool. Tampa. But you're, you have been on the Miracle, right, Kimber? I but have. That's not your favorite ship. It's not. I really liked it. It was a good ship, but my favorite ship is actually the Paradise. And that is oh, the ship. It's nice. a fantasy class ship. It's mm-hmm. the one that's there like year round. And you've been on that one. I've been on it twice. That was my first two cruises, which is why I think it's my favorite. I compare every ship to it. (laughs) (laughs) We love the fantasy class, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and there's something about the, like, size. The smaller ships are, like, more intimate, and you're you're just, I don't know, it just feels like you're closer to the water to me in some ways. So I get it. Like, I really enjoy the Paradise as well. I've been on that ship, I think, twice or maybe three times. But it's a a good ship for sure. And Well, I've been on the Elation, which is almost the identical ship to that so similar mm-hmm. good ships indeed and you can't help but make good friends on those because you run into the same people right. over and over right. all week. i mean there's only what <laughs> two thousand passengers you got to make some good friends you got yeah you're gonna get to meet them for sure now uh speaking of ships what about room types like what what kind of rooms would you guys say are your your favorites that you've stayed in uh i know there's not a ton of different kinds of rooms out there but there are some that have a little bit different flavor to them i guess True. I know 90% of the time you'll find us in what I like to call the bargain basement, or I've heard some other people the refer vlogger. to it as the vlogger cabin. <laughs> the yeah, vlogger which is, cabin. <laughs> you know, deck one, midship, we're down in the dark, and, yeah. you know, it's, we go inexpensive. But. I just like to be on the ship, but I prefer a room with a couch. That is true. I don't even care Good about point. a balcony, except for Alaska. Have to have a balcony for Alaska. I yeah. have heard that, yes. Extra that. space. But I, I guess my favorite cabin type that we've had so far, and it's going back to that spirit class, is the, it used to be called the French Door mm-hmm. Obstructed View mm-hmm. Interior. And I think it was like a Category 4J. And they've since taken the French doors out and replaced them with floor-to-ceiling windows. But the good thing about that is it's interior-priced, but you have daylight, you have a window, yep. and you can look out. And that, I love it. That's what we're going to have on Pride. We are, yeah. Nice. You get all the extra space. Yeah, I that's stayed cool. in a French door cabin, and the thing, I, I think it might have been on the Legend, actually, now that you mentioned that. And the thing that I liked about it is, 
it yeah the price is good it's like an mm-hmm. interior price like you said or, or close to it but it's better than an ocean view because you can even though you can't go out the door you can open that door up most of the time at least we were able to and get that fresh air in there which in a tight little cruise cabin it can be really important to get a little fresh air in there sometimes. That's just... true. I think the doors are gone. I, I, I don't know if they've taken them off all the ships and now they're just big windows. They're but off I know, the pride, I know for yeah, sure. I, I did love yeah. that door though. <laughs> it is pretty cool. What is your favorite cabin type that you've stayed in, Kimber? The balcony. Balcony, just yeah. go, yeah. I mean, I've only stayed in an interior and a balcony. I usually do interior because it's cheap, but... If I can have a balcony, I'm going to choose a balcony. If you were like in a situation where it's like um, you can go on two cruises and an interior room or one cruise and a balcony, what would you do? I would do two cruises interior room. But if somebody's like, hey, I'm going to give you this balcony, I'm going to say, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, my favorite cabin I've been on is a balcony. I will say I didn't like the aft balcony. I know that's like a really popular it is ship um, room type. Have you guys Never stayed in, in an aft? We've balcony? not. We haven't. We've got one coming up that's a cove balcony. Yeah, um, but that's like a year away. We're curious to check out that cove, I'm but for never, that. never aft. The cove balcony is close to the sea to level, the right? Deck two. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that would be pretty cool. I know we're looking at some. Well, we're looking at the cruise. We're going on a cruise in October 2020 for sure, and that one we're looking at balconies that are like second floor. Um, oh, it's cool. on the horizon, so. I don't know how close that'll be to the waterline, but it'll be closer than normal. Than True, that might be, a it might be a cove balcony. Yeah. Could be. And I, I think that'll be neat because I like to look for flying fish. Yeah. And, and usually yeah. I have to go down to deck to see them because they're so tiny and far you just away. Just grab them. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Take them to the dining room. They'll prepare them for you. Them, you know, you pick <laughs> the flying fish. But, uh, but I know the, the, when I stayed in that aft balcony, what I found is that, uh, well, and this is probably, I'm sure this is different on different ships, but, the one that we were on, which was on the Carnival Breeze, there was no shade at all for the balcony. Oh, yeah. So one, it was kind of a little less private. That didn't bother me too much, but I didn't, I, like you, when we got on the ship, you couldn't even go out there because it was so hot. Like my bare feet would have burnt on there. So it was, it, we didn't use the balcony hardly at all because of that. Mm. And also being in the very back of the ship, it seemed like it took so long to get anywhere. So I like sort of midship or at least side of the ship balcony. Now I could be talked into doing one of those wraparounds. Probably I'll give it a second. Yeah, the after wrap. <laughs> if you have to, right? <laughs> if I have to, you know. Yeah. So for sure. Now we were going to go in a spa balcony. Have you ever done the spa? Ooh, or not balcony, but a spa not. room. But we have not. We we're not we that fancy. We need to we need to branch out. But see, our problem is we love quantity. Mm-hmm. As long yeah. as the ship we're happy yeah okay. no i get it i get yeah. it the spa room though that we got um which we're thinking about upgrading to a balcony it was an interior and it was only about 60 dollars more per person and that basically it's just a different decor they give you i think maybe different colored robes or something but you get access to that thermal spa the oh, thermal suite. The cloud nine spa yeah, yeah yeah which is i we don't do the spa like massage things and stuff probably but uh, but just being able to go and get in like the, the different hot tubs and stuff would be pretty cool. But um, we're, we're talking about cruising with some, some friends and family and they're talking about doing balcony. So we're probably going to go and upgrade to the balcony so we can mm-hmm. get like this. And this I'll add to the stateroom thing. If you've ever sailed with somebody and done an adjoining balcony, like that is really cool because basically they open up the little door between the balconies. So you have like an extended balcony it's not 
deeper, but it's wider. Mega um, balcony. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. And the the other nice thing is like you can basically like you can go out on the balcony if the people that you're sailing with are, are up and doing stuff, they can go out on the balcony. But then if some of them want to nap, they can stay in the room. You don't bother each other, that kind of thing. So it's, it works out really nice. We may actually try and get three rooms together and get like the triple, Ooh. the triple threat extended like a, balcony. A, we'll a, see. A bowling we'll see alley that, out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to switch to, I know you guys aren't big drinkers. We're going to switch to drinks. And, uh, and, and this isn't just on the ship. This could be at a port or on ship. But do you guys have a favorite drink that, that you've had or that you like to, to look for on a cruise? Yeah. So just recently we went to Mr. Sancho's and I discovered my new favorite drink is Coca-Cola Light with Malibu. And I know that's super ah. simple, but it's just really good. Now, what good. is Coca-Cola Light? Is that like it's not Diet Coke? It's just less sugar or something? <laughs> it's... I guess it's the yeah I don't know what it version was. that they have in Mexico. It's in Mexico. probably like yeah, Coke it, Zero, maybe. Oh, oh it, that it could felt be like Diet yeah. Coke, but yeah, it tasted it, different. It's much better though. Yeah, it's I, weird. Bet it's, I bet it's their Coke Zero. Their Coke Zero. Because I think they do have different names for for mm. Coke Zero down yeah. there. That's interesting. So the coconut, it's basically coconut rum and and Coke and Coke. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Okay. super good. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a classic, but a good one. It's a reason it's a classic. Yeah, true. Now, I went with non-alcoholic beverage, and I actually went with non-carnival. One of my favorite surprises that I found was when we were on Royal Caribbean. They had enhanced water on the Lido deck, which was this infused water that would come out of the machines, and we got addicted to that stuff. Windjammer. (laughs) Yep, on the Windjammer, on the grandeur of the seas, Mm -hmm. we enjoyed many a cup of enhanced water. (laughs) (laughs) What was it enhanced with? They had lemon lime, kiwi and, strawberry. Yeah, there were three oh. or four flavors, and it was, mango. Yeah, it was like free almost all day long. Yeah, and it was, I don't know, it was it was it just felt fancy, you know. I like fancy water. <laughs> it's the it's the little things, the simple you do, things. Actually, <laughs> was it like Lacroix? No, no, it was not good. carbonated. It was, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't good. know how they enhance it. There's magical, uh, magical royal elves. I think that just wave the wands over it, and it just it enhances. was somewhat sweet too. A little bit, yeah, yeah. It was good. A little more flavorful than mm-hmm. not carbonated. A little more flavorful than a Lacroix. Yeah. I would have loved that. Yeah, that I could. <laughs> I have sailed on a few Royal Caribbeans, but it's been a while. I need to get back on some other cruise lines. I love Carnival, but I want to, you know, kind of branch out a little bit. Uh, that's, I didn't even think to go non-alcoholic. Well, could you think it outside the now box? Now, see, if I have to jump back to the Red Frog Pub, I will pick up a beachcomber. But, you know, yeah. that's a beachcomber, and we had it in the fishbowl on Ooh. the uh, Valor. Whew, that's dangerous. That's right before mustard. <laughs> it's a little dangerous. So the <laughs> beachcomber is good. I don't even know what a beachcomber is. I looked, it was spiced rum and Midori and... Pineapple oh, juice? I think so. It was very, other stuff in very it. fruity, very good. It makes you feel like you're on vacation. Steel yeah. drums and a beachcomber, you are on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> now, both of our favorite drinks come from the... Um, Alchemy Bar. Yeah, the Alchemy Bar. Ooh, so yes. they're, they're a little higher priced, but I don't drink that much. So I can, you know, I can kind of splurge a little bit when I'm on the ship. And my favorite drink... It's called, I had to actually write it down because I can never remember the name of it, but it's called the Quick Fix. And the thing I love about it is that it's got absinthe in it, which one I kind of just think is cool because I like creepy stuff and that just seems like a creepy drink. But (laughs) it also tastes like black licorice, which black licorice is one of those things I know people like either love it or hate it. Well, I'm in the love it category. So it's it's got some other things too. Uh, Let me see. She's got the description here so I can read it to you. 
It is, let's see, absinthe, Bacardi rum, Grey Goose vodka, Bombay sapphire gin, Midori, uh, citrus, and what does that say? A, a dash of Sprite. So it's kind of, um, it's interesting. It's, it's a little bit of, it's, it's like a melony citrusy black licorice drink, which mm-hmm. probably I've sounds weird, times, but yeah. it works really well. It's very refreshing mm-hmm. and uh, quite good. And yours is also on there. Yeah, mine's the youthful and bold Baratini. Baratini, yeah, what, we'll whatever. go with that. It's the it's youthful the and bold. Baratini necessity. It's, it's got St. <laughs> Germain. I love any drink with St. Germain in it. So it's, um, it's Grey Goose Cherry Noir Vodka, St. Germain Elderflower Liqueur, strawberries, fresh lime juice, and a splash of soda. <laughs> wow. It elderflower. Amazing. I'm going to have to try she, that. Yeah, <laughs> she likes the elderflower stuff too. That's like, I don't, all these things she mentions, I don't even know what they, what they taste it's like. It's fancy. It's fancy. <laughs> fancy. And the, the cherry noir, is that like a fancy way of saying black cherry? <laughs> Maybe. I guess. So. It's a, it's a French, a French fancy I mean, way. Yeah. Yes. yeah. It's, if you got St. Germain in it, you have to have cherry noir. Yeah, yes, uh, black cherry wouldn't do. That's right. Yeah. Elderflower makes me think of Monty Python. Elderberries, wouldn't it? The, <laughs> uh, anyway, the French taunter from Monty Python. Yes, yes. Hmm. Oh, come back and ask. Oh. I'll taunt you a second time. <laughs> All right, so since we're talking drinks, we'll go into food, and this is non-dessert foods. What is your, what is your favorite non-dessert food um, on a ship, I, I would say, but if you... If you went outside the ship, we'll keep, that's okay. it, we'll keep it to a ship. All right. Yeah. Favorite non-dessert foods. Well, I know me. I'm I'm a I'm a breakfast. I love breakfast mm. on a ship. Uh, what, what's your breakfast? You're nodding yeah. violently <laughs> over here, so I need to let you talk about. I breakfast, also I chose breakfast. All right, um, hit it. Just went for simplicity <laughs> and something that's very customizable. Is that a word? I guess so. It is. <laughs> I went for the breakfast burrito mm. at uh, Blue Iguana Cantina. Crispy potatoes. Breakfast burrito. Um, mm-hmm. So good. Yes, that's a good choice. That is. I went for uh, the, if you've had the new Sea Day brunch menu on Carnival, there is a burger on there that I am obsessed with. The Voyage really? Burger. It's basically a hamburger with everything you could think of, you know, that you want on it. But it has a fried egg on top. And they have a tomato jam that they put mm-hmm. on the top bun. And there's some house-made pickles that are not too sweet. I'm not a sweet pickle guy, mm-hmm. but they're just barely sweet. So you get that tomato jam with the fried egg and the burger. I think there's some frizzled onions on there. Yeah. It's a good combination. Really? I think that burgers are busting their way into the breakfast they scene. because, are. <laughs> And I'm happy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we in St. Augustine, I had a bacon cheeseburger omelet. And, oh, wow. and I asked the waitress, okay. I'm like, is this really an omelet and she had to go ask the cook but it was and it was basically it was exactly what it sounded like like if mm. you could imagine a bacon cheeseburger in omelet form it's what it was so wow. it was and it was pretty good <laughs> but that is not what i get on the cruise ship my favorite <laughs> thing on the cruise ship is the the indian dishes at the mdr oh uh, yeah I love the indian dishes at the mdr mm. it was a tough choice because i like guys burgers a lot too because I'm a, I'm a burger guy but uh man every time Every time I can't decide what I want at the MDR or nothing looks really good, I get the Indian dish. And then I'm asking myself, why don't I just get this every night? It's so <laughs> yeah, and delicious. it's different every night. They it is. That. Sometimes it's Northern India. Sometimes it's Southern mm. India. Now, you know, you're making me sad about the Tandoor. We can't talk about Indian. Um, <laughs> anyway. I the, never got to experience that. Too soon. Too oh, soon. But yeah, the Indian <laughs> in the dining room is good. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know what I have found is on Royal Caribbean ships, 
the buffet typically has some Indian fare mm-hmm. on it. And Carnival doesn't do that, to, in my experience. They don't usually have that. And I don't know why. I wish they would have that on there because I, I could go for Indian just about any time. True. Yeah, I was kind of fascinated by the Windjammer. I mean, you know, we've done all of the One Royal Caribbean, but we're excited to go again. So, yeah, a lot of interesting stuff on that Windjammer. They have a huge selection. Hmm. Kimber, what is your favorite food on the Carnival ship or whatever ship? I'm going back to breakfast. Yep. The Blue Iguana breakfast burrito for the win. (laughs) We have our first. uh, We have our first agreement there. Oh, it's our first match. Oh no. I will, I will say too, I was telling her because we were going over our answers earlier and she said breakfast burrito. And I'm like, you know, I found out about the breakfast burrito from D the first time I met them. Uh, and, do you get the potatoes? And, and do you get the potatoes? I think I tell Lutley. It's okay. only good with the potatoes. Oh, yeah, cool. it would yeah. be the same with that crunchy potatoes. <laughs> yeah. It's got to get that crunch in there. Well, let's finish off the food with dessert. Mm, naturally. So favorite dessert. Did you pick one? Do you have? Oh, yeah. Now, <laughs> my, now you know I picked two. Oh, I'm, I'm, in addition to being a breakfast guy, I'm a dessert guy. I know what one of them is. You probably do. <laughs> uh, but one is, it, you don't see it very often. I think you only get it on the longer cruises these days. And it's the cappuccino pie. They had, it's mm. basically a coffee ice cream pie. And mm. I've only seen it on like 11 day, 12 day, 14 day sailings. Mm. They need to bring that thing back. It was good. It sounds good. But my go-to dessert, when I don't know what dessert I want, I go to that kid's menu and I order a banana split. Every <laughs> nice. night at dinner, I can have a banana split if I want to. Love it. <laughs> I, You know, I should I should remember that because a lot of times there's not a dessert on there that looks really good to me. But I love banana splits and I never banana think split. about that. And it's pretty small. If you've had yeah. a nice meal, it's like a child-sized, you know, it's, it's like one half of a banana, I think. Three little mm. scoops of ice cream. Mm. So I could order enough. like two or three of them. Exactly. Yeah. A dozen banana splits. <laughs> Where are you heading for dessert? Um, so I really do like the cappuccino pie, but oh. I didn't think about that. So I chose, it's actually on the diet menu or the less sugar oh. added. I picked oh. double roasted pineapple. Hmm. It is Ooh. so, it sounds super simple and plain, but it's so good. And the only bad thing is that they have it on the same night that they have bitter and blanc and s'mores parfait. So you have to give up the other two desserts. They put to get all that the one. good desserts on one. Yeah. Why do yeah, they do is, that? Why I don't do they know. do They do that with other things, with entrees or like that too. Yeah. And sometimes appetizers. I don't know. But, they should. You should ask me what I like, and then I can I can split up the menu. <laughs> I, I think it. it's a white wine roasted pineapple or yeah, something. It's it sounds in white weird. wine and has uh, some sort of cream, and then like homemade kind of graham crackers. Yeah, with it's, it. it's actually really good. good. It looks strange on the menu, but it turns out to no, be really delicious. good. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny you say that, and I didn't think about that when I was thinking of my dessert. But I was on a Norwegian ship, and I went to the Brazilian steakhouse, and the meat was all kind of dry and tough. It wasn't very good, but the best thing they had was this sort of cinnamon uh, grilled pineapple thing that they came around with. And I like could have just eaten that instead of (laughs) anything else. And it was amazing. I tried to make it at home and it was a fail, but that was really, really good. But I went with creme brulee because that's like my go-to is creme brulee. It's the only time I get creme brulee is on cruise ships and I had never had it before I cruised. So it was like a new thing for me. And on that Norwegian ship, they had Irish cream creme brulee, which was especially Ooh. good. Oh. So that's probably my favorite of favorites is, mm. the, is the Irish cream creme brulee. I went with the chocolate melting cake. Classic. Also yeah, classic. Keep it simple. <laughs> and eat do chocolate. You, do you do the peanut butter with it or just straight up? Just straight up. I tried All it right. with peanut butter and it's fine, but just give me chocolate. 
She doesn't, she doesn't need all that. No. Plus, these days you might get peanut butter and jelly. You never know. That's right. Mm. <laughs> all right. Well, that's dessert. We'll dessert the dessert and we'll go on to activities. What do you like to do while you're on the ship? Those sea days or, or maybe a day in port that you're not getting off the ship? What are your favorite activities? Activities. Is that that yogurt? That, that's um, activity. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> activities. What do you do on the ship? I was torn between a few, but I think ultimately my favorite thing on a cruise ship is there is music everywhere and I like dancing. That is true. People <laughs> nice. bust a move to anything. So, dancing to anything, really. Yeah. Dance classes. Yeah, going to the club, over. going deck to deck parties. parties. There's always somewhere to go dance. It's, I love it. That's true. Nice. I had to lean, of course, toward trivia and trying to earn those ship on a stick trophies. Because, <laughs> you know, as long as I get my one ship on a stick trophy for my sailing and I can put it up on the little shelf and remember it fondly, I'm happy. Life is good. But yeah. I also did a secondary one, which oh. is uh, tea time. I actually enjoy oh, going yeah. to the free tea time on tea Carnival. great. It, yeah. it, you never find it on the activity schedule. Mm-hmm. It's hidden over in the food and drink section. A lot of people don't know it's there and they don't know it's free. Right. But you can sit around, pinkies up, sipping on tea, <laughs> and get some nice desserts. And sometimes this. they have live music. Sometimes, So yeah. that's really nice, Just too. very calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went to a tea time on, um, was it the Glory? I don't remember which ship. And we sat down and there were violinists. You know the mm-hmm. violin? Oh, yeah. The amazing violin players that are that are there. and. It was really loud at first. And we we're like, oh, this is going to be miserable. It was amazing. It was like, yeah. this is the best tea time ever. But I enjoy tea time as well. But I chose trivia. So yeah. there's another match. We there got go. trivia. Hey, we got a double <laughs> match almost. <laughs> so yeah, yes, yes. I didn't even think about tea time. But trivia is definitely one of the things I enjoy quite a bit. Uh, some of the trivias I enjoy more than others because some mm-hmm. things I know more about than other things. But, um, but I, I, I'm a trivia kind of guy. I'm trivial, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> I also chose trivia, but hey. specifically Harry Potter trivia. Harry Potter. Yes. Oh, there you go. She is like a Harry Potter whiz. Like how many times have you won Harry Potter trivias on? Well, you haven't had it on every cruise. No, I've I've won both of my ship on a sticks from Harry Potter trivia. Mm. And my last two cruises didn't have it or two of my whatever. Yeah. So I've only been on four cruises. They put some tough questions in there. Yeah, every time. They'll dig deep. They'll dig deep on I some Harry Potter. I got into the tiebreaker and I didn't win, but I love Harry Potter trivia too. So yay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and like I've gone on cruises with Harry Potter trivia with Harry and po- then oh, like no, with Harry I came Potter. back and, and I was like, well, they asked these questions. I had no idea. And she's known the answer every time. Of course. Even the tiebreakers. <laughs> like, I don't know if you can see the wall behind us, but it's all like Harry Potter stuff. Oh, oh yeah. That's what wall. house are you in, Kimbra? <clears throat> I'm a Hufflepuff. Me too. Ravenclaw. I'm a proud what? Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw. Same. <laughs> I'm a Slytherin, which oh, I find no. weird, but I think it's because I like reptiles. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's because you're evil. I'm not evil. How no. would you say it? Anyway, all right, enough of that trivial information. Okay. Let's go on to our favorite ports to visit, not the ones that we leave from, but the ones that we go and, and uh, have a day at. What's your favorite ports? Curacao, 100%. There you go. And we learned to pronounce it properly. From Matt. Of course. I think, <laughs> I think we're saying it right. Curacao. Curacao. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's or Curacao. Curacao. I think Curacao. But cure oh. is like close. So that's how, I, that's how I explained it to my mom. So it's when I was like, my mom Curacao. went there and, she, and I'm, like, I'm like, this is how you say it, mom. Think of 
cure a pig, cure a okay. sow. Because that's the kind of thing my mom would do to teach me things. So it works <laughs> both ways, generational. <laughs> yeah, but is that done. is that yours too? I really enjoy Curacao. I'm trying not, try not to put that Y sound back in there now. Right. Yeah, I mean, because we've done beach hopping and we saw turtles there and all that stuff. So yeah, I would probably mm-hmm. say so. I would give a really big nod though, probably to St. Thomas. We've only been one time, yeah. but something about being up on the mountaintop in St. Thomas, looking down at the ship, bushwhacker in hand. <laughs> it's a magical feeling, I'm telling you. Yeah. So Curacao and St. Thomas. I do like St. Thomas, but we're going to have a, a three-way match here because <laughs> oh, Curacao, I mean, go. come on, Bonbini is, I say Bonbini <laughs> bon, for yeah. a reason. That's the and that's why Poppy yeah. Amento, I, <laughs> I loved Aruba too, and I haven't been to Bonaire. That's where our cruise is going in next October. Mm. In fact, nice. we just crossed the uh, year threshold the other day, but so we're pretty excited about that for that cruise. But, um, but yeah, Curacao was, I, I love the architecture. I love the, the snorkeling I did was outstanding mm-hmm. and I wasn't even expecting it to be I almost didn't bring my snorkel gear on that trip and I'm so glad that I did because it was some <laughs> of the best snorkeling I've done but yeah love it love it love it now you haven't been to Curacao yet so obviously it isn't your favorite yet when you go there it will be probably <laughs> yeah. but, yeah, but so what is your so far I'm gonna be different because I haven't been there I'm gonna say Cozumel Cozumel and Cozumel why is Cozumel your favorite because there's so much to do like mm-hmm. I was de- trying to decide between Grand Cayman and Cozumel because I love like Grand Cayman and the like the feel of being on the island but there's so much to do in Cozumel like every time I go I'm like do I want to do this or do I want to do this and I want to do all of it yeah I mean that that is true I think the two ports that I think most people go to is Nassau and Cozumel, mm-hmm. yeah. depending on where you leave from. Coast, West Coast, yeah. <laughs> and, East I, Coast. and I don't dislike Nassau, but there is there like I can find fun stuff to do in Nassau. But Curacao, I have to choose Cozumel. Which, I'm Cozumel, sorry, yeah. Cozumel. I have to choose which fun thing I'm going to do because I, I love true. so much of Cozumel. Yeah. It's in our top. Uh, yeah, Cozumel. A lot well, of people yeah. are burnt out on Cozumel no. and they won't get oh. off the ship. I can always find something to do in Cozumel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many things I haven't even done yet that I want to do in Cozumel that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring it more, including that's I did the whale shark thing there. That was outstanding swimming oh. with whale oh. sharks. I did have Chonkanob is like one of my favorite places mm-hmm. on the planet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I have, there's a park uh, that you can go to. And I can't think of the name of is it, it right now. Excret, yeah, excret, yeah. and that is like it's. It reminds me of Bush Gardens in an actual rainforest, right? But without the rides. But it's got so much more. There's just so much to do. <laughs> Cosmo. My close second is Roatan, because I just hmm. until before I went to the ABC Islands, like Honduras was my jam, because that's got some beautiful coral reefs and just I've seen uh-huh. leafcutter ants there, and that's you know it doesn't take much for me if you got good creatures. I'm pretty much in. <laughs> So, yeah. What about when you get to these ports, what is your favorite excursion that you guys have done? Favorite excursion ever. That's a tough one. It is. I know. A favorite excursion? Yeah. Oh, she does. Okay. Yeah. Um, my favorite excursion was whale watching at Icy Strait Point. Oh, yep. You because went there. It, I couldn't get in the water, but it was still amazing because I could see the sea life right there. So Was that was, an, on your Alaska cruise? You just yes. did Alaska cruise fairly recently. Was that the recent, recent one? It was in May. Yeah, just in yeah, May. Yeah, in May mm-hmm. we did. Um, and it was just a private excursion with, what, six, six people on just a small boat. Nice by Glacier Wind Tours. And um, it was such up close action with the whales. I'll never forget that. Was that booked through the cruise line or outside of the cruise line? Outside, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. Because to get those like really intimate 
like excursions usually you have to go outside the cruise line mm-hmm. to get like mm-hmm. those small excursions that's cool yeah i have not believe it or not i've never seen a, an actual whale in person so that is high oh, on my no. list of things to do but i've always been caribbean i mean they're technically there but you're just not likely to see them but mm-hmm. i know if you go on either coast north then you ha- your odds of seeing them are really really high so that's pretty oh, true. cool you can see them up around newfoundland and stuff like uh-huh. that i think yeah. too right oh wow yeah. Um, I went with actually a more recent excursion that we've done that I wasn't quite sure if I was going to like as much as I did. And I'm going to say cave tubing in Belize, ah. which we just did on the glory. Yeah, that was We funny. went with butts up in mm-hmm. Belize and just something about floating along on an inner tube and you're looking around and, you know, stalactites and stalagmites in, and the, dark. in the dark. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it, I don't know. It was kind of an amazing experience. Yeah. Just the natural wonder of cave tubing. I'm glad you said that because Belize gets, takes a lot of heat for being like a not fun port, but there are cool things to do in Belize for sure. So I'm glad you said that. I have not done a cave tubing experience yet, but every time somebody talks about cave tubing, whether it's Cozumel, Belize, wherever, it's always like super positive. Like they really, Mm -hmm. really liked it. So was was the the water cold in the cave? It was refreshing. It was refreshing. That's a word we like to use. (laughs) It wasn't That's a euphemism for cold. That means it was a little chilly. No, but Um, it felt good because we had a hike first. So we were ready to get in the nice cool water. Yeah. Are there creatures in the cave? Not that we can see. see, I didn't see There's bats. Oh, okay. okay. Besides, cool. besides yeah. bats, if bats are considered a cruise creature, because oh, yeah, yeah we, we saw bats in Progresso yeah. and we saw bats in Belize uh-huh. on our most recent adventure. So I guess they're a cruise creature now. They're definitely a cruise creature. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I mean, I could, I could do that for bats, I think. Could you, would you go cave tubing? <laughs> I've been cave tubing. You've been cave tubing? Yeah. Wait, is that your favorite excursion? No. Oh, okay. But <laughs> it almost was. I was going to, I was going to pick it because it's something kind of different that you don't really think about, but my favorite excursion was the twister boat to Passion Island ah. in that, Cozumel. In Cozumel, yeah. Yep. That that just sounds terrifying it's to me. It's so much it's fun. It's thrilling, invigorating, <laughs> right? We use positive words. It's twisty. <laughs> twisty. Twisty. Have you guys done that? Word. We have not. not yet. We no. just went to Passion Island, but we did the standard catamaran yeah. over. We didn't do the twisty boat. <laughs> I would do that. That seems fun. I know. How did you think Passion Island compared to um, like, uh, Mr. Sancho's and those kind of places as far as that part of it went? Well, we had a little bit of a different experience there because we did the private <laughs> oasis at Passion Island, which is the private house. And, and it's kind of separated oh. a quarter yeah. mile down the beach from the main area. And I kind of wish that we had seen the main area when we were there. I at least wish we had vlogged it to yeah. show people, but we mm. didn't, it, it was pretty far away. Yeah. So. The private oasis was cool, but I mean, it was kind of weird being isolated and yeah. uh, well, the, the videos are out. We sort of got swarmed by mosquitoes when oh, we went there. Oh my goodness! Started us off on the wrong foot because they literally bit our feet. But I mean, it was a wet season, apparently. Yeah, rainy season. But I, I, I mean, it's a, a beautiful beach, and mm-hmm. I hear they filmed a lot of commercials there. They said they filmed beer commercials and all sorts of stuff yeah. there on Passion Island. So beautiful beach, very sandy. Mm-hmm. Um, a really nice day. But I mean, if if we went back, I would probably just do the normal all inclusive yeah. experience just to see what it was like. Me too. Did but, you encounter a lot of mosquitoes on Passion Island? No, no? I encountered a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yes. That helps with the mosquitoes and forgetting. <laughs> that probably yeah. that's probably I why I don't remember mosquitoes. It's probably a mosquito yeah. deterrent. <laughs> probably. I mean, that's you know, it goes right to your blood, right? So right. mosquitoes are going to get that. They're very, they have a very low body weight, <laughs> so it doesn't mm-hmm. take much for them. I'll tell their friends not to come bite me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were, were there a lot of mangrove trees where you were at, or? Not that no, I noticed not really. where we were. No. Yeah, the snorkeling was 
eh, it was okay. There was a lot of seaweed and, you know, you could see okay. some fish, but it wasn't like ideal for snorkeling, but right. that was all right. That's how we judge our beach excursions. Yeah. <laughs> how good is the snorkeling? That's I right. Totally, I totally <laughs> yeah. relate to that. That's why I haven't been to uh, Nachikakoma or Mr. Sancho's because I'm always going to Chonkanov because I'm always like snorkeling oh, yeah. first. But but I, I know everybody loves those places, so I need to check them out and see what that's all about. I know there's Miss, some snorkeling there, right? But just yeah, not. Mr. Sanchez, this last go around had amazing snorkeling, actually. Oh, yeah, okay. I was surprised because I've never been able to see anything. It's been too churned mm -hmm. up, but this time it was crystal clear and beautiful. Interesting. And they got, yeah. is there a lot of like rock or coral structure or anything like that in there? Or is it? There is some. And then they have uh, like statues that they put out in the water to attract ah, the fish as well. Okay. So um, yeah, there's definitely lots of sea life. Very cool. Very cool. All right. And, and speaking of those type of things, the final question here, what is your favorite cruise creature? Favorite cruise creature? A I'll dolphin. You... Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I definitely a dolphin. It. it was either a dolphin or a turtle for her. I no, when that. I was a little kid, I used to say I was going to grow up to be a dolphin. Yeah. So, because I didn't know any better. So. <laughs> you would just magically just, is it transmogrify? I, I forget the word. Into... I wanted to be a dolphin. So <laughs> stuck with me all these years. That's my Patronus. Like if you go to the Pottermore site, I got dolphin as my Patronus. Oh, How cool is that? That's awesome. <laughs> so so dolphin, that, that's not a surprise. I kind of knew yeah. you were going to say that. Or like Jay said, otherwise it was going to be a sea turtle because you do the... Yeah. <sighs> of course. <laughs> turtle breath. Uh, I had a tough time with sea creature because there's a lot... It, I, I tend to go for the cute sea creatures. Mm -hmm. I like, you know, like a sea otter. It seems a very Aww. cute playful now i am used to seeing more river otters i think than sea mm -hmm. otters you know when you go to the aquarium around here you typically seem to get river otters yeah but i kind of want to go toward like a manatee that's a sea creature Aww. right yeah, i mean absolutely. a sea creature a cruise it's creature. a cruise creature they're yeah. they're in the yeah they're definitely in salt water uh mm -hmm. when it's not too cold and when it's too cold and that's in florida down in the caribbean that doesn't get too cold so they don't have to worry uh, about true. it but in florida when it gets cold they'll go into the fresh water because that's where the springs are mm. and that's where the warm water is but yeah manatees are really really cool and and the other cool thing is like if you see a manatee in florida that's the florida manatee which is sort of a subspecies of the west indian manatee which is what you get down in the caribbean so they look identical but technically there are different like subspecies there are other mother. species like in the Amazon, there's an Amazonian manatee, which are oh. black with white bellies. They're really adorable and they're really small, but they're, I don't, you would see them on like an Amazon river cruise, but <laughs> that's Ooh, about that's our next and, uh, thing yeah, we we'll need to book. <laughs> yes. And also the, one of my favorite animals, I didn't choose this as a cruise creature, but one of my favorite animals is the Bodo, which is the pink river dolphins, the Amazon river dolphins, oh, which what? are really, really cool. I've right? heard of those. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, pretty much blind because they're the river's so cloudy they don't vision wouldn't do oh. them any good wow. but they um but i mean that's just that's naturally how they are it's not like a doesn't bother them or anything but they are just beautiful pink they're a little strange looking compared to regular dolphins but that kind <laughs> of makes them you know even even more cool to me so mm -hmm. yeah definitely amazon river dolphins now i had to go with the octopus not my favorite <laughs> animal in the world but one of my favorites, but definitely my favorite cruise creature because I, nothing gets me more excited than seeing an octopus in the wild. Like they are, they are just so smart and you can just look at them and they look back at you and you just know that they're just, there's stuff going on in, in that cerebral cortex there. So they're, they're just really, really cool animals they're and just their yeah. camouflage. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Have you, you've seen an octopus? I think you saw one in 
Did you see one in like Grand Turk? You no? came close. I Grand did not. Turk. No, people said that there was one in the water, but I never actually you caught sight of it. it. So that's my goal. <laughs> there you go. They are so hard to find. I've only yeah. seen two. And, oh, wow. uh, and, and I'll tell you that the telltale that I look for is they'll have usually a little den, like an opening, and mm-hmm. then there'll be some empty snail shells around it. And oh. if you see that and you can swim down and peek in there, a lot of times there'll be something peeking back out at you and that's the octopus. Mm. And, uh, oh, the, cool. But the one I saw was at, um, oh, it was at, Car- what's Carnival's Island? Half Moon Key. Half Moon Key. And yeah. that one, I literally almost put my hand on it thinking it was a rock to pull myself <laughs> underwater. And then oh. right at the last second realized it was an octopus. And, uh, and that octopus like hung out for 15 minutes and I just got to hang out with it and, and you know, we made friends. Well, I don't know. I, I thought we made friends. Um, I got to hold its suckers and put <laughs> the back and stuff. So it was pretty cool. But octopus is my favorite. What is your favorite cruise creature? I like to see all the big lizards. Big lizards. Oh. Yeah. And big lizards. Like there's little lizards here and I get excited for them. So seeing big lizards is even big better. Lizards. Yeah, little lizards is like a daily occurrence yeah, like we, I can, still get excited. we can like, walk outside and see a little lizard which no i do too no, i totally get every it. time we walk outside i'm like oh look at that lizard so seeing big lizards just the same way that we see lizard, little lizards here is really like cool. godzilla that's a big yeah. lizard right wow i mean that would be crazy you like big lizards too reno <laughs> the dog likes the dog likes little lizards he tries to go after them and he eat does. them oh, i bet okay unfortunate for the lizards but uh, yeah, lizards are very cool. And there's, there's so many different species of iguana that you can see. Like it's not just mm-hmm. one iguana. There's like 12 different species, at least in the Caribbean. And the green iguana, which is your common iguana, but then there's like different island iguanas. And so there actually is a blue iguana besides hey. the ones that make burritos in the morning. Nice. And they're from Grand Cayman, the Grand Cayman iguana, oh. which is extremely endangered because they live in one place and it's a very small island is is a kind of a bluish hue to it and it's a blue iguana i I know we saw some orange iguanas but i think that's just because it was mating season in belize so they were up in the trees and they were bright orange those are usually those are the green iguanas but you know Ah. orange and green are kind of complimentary a little bit close to red is technically but halloweenish kind of yeah they they uh (laughs) they get those mating colors and stuff and they can be really pretty there's some uh, really pretty lizards in the abc islands that are kind of uh they're whiptail lizards, basically, but they're they're like black and they have bright like blue spots on them. Oh, cool! And um, actually, I haven't seen them in person, but uh, Griffin and Alyssa went down there and they filmed some, I think, in Aruba. And when I saw them, I was so excited because one, I didn't know what they were, and when I see a reptile and I don't know what it is, I get really excited because that's like my <laughs> thing is reptiles. So I actually I was able to kind of find them on the internet, but I actually ordered a book from the Netherlands, because that's a Netherlands-owned area, uh, like Mm -hmm. a reptile field guide. I ordered it from the Netherlands just so I could learn about these lizards. Wow. They're pretty (laughs) awesome. So that's the next time I go down there, I want to really see those lizards for sure. Yes. Uh, Speaking of cruise creatures, I let Dee choose the cruise creature Mm. since, you know, they're they're guests on here. And I know (laughs) Dee is a fan of the cruise creature. And Dee, what did you choose as the cruise creature? I chose a stingray. Stingray. So she likes Corvettes, kind of. Do you <laughs> like the later models? Or- Clearly. <laughs> and you've done stingray encounters at yes. different places? Yeah, like twice. Grand Cayman? And- mm-hmm. Okay. Just at Grand Cayman or have you done them other places? Um, in uh, Nassau at Balmoral Island. Also. Okay. Yeah. And you've done, Kimbra's done stingray encounters. At- I've done it. 
Yeah, three times. Three Tyson times? came in one in Nassau. You'd think working at the aquarium, you'd be like, oh, stingrays, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's a different... Like you're a, a coworker. Experience. Okay. It, no, it's it is. It's a different experience. <laughs> it is for sure. Cause you know, you, I mean, you do get to touch them in aquariums, but when you're out in the water with them, they're like right there. Yeah, they don't hug me at the aquarium. That's true. They probably <laughs> would that they don't, we don't let them hug people at the aquariums. No. Defense is in the wild that one time yeah, too. Princess yes. They graze in the wild. Yeah. They just swam freaky. right up to us. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty bold. So, yeah. so when you see stingrays in the Caribbean, they are typically going to be southern stingrays. So there's a lot of different species of stingrays, but the really big ones that look like portobello mushrooms, mm. they're the ones that are in all the stingray encounters that I've ever seen are always the southern stingrays. And they're pretty big. They can get almost five feet across if they're females. The males are closer to about two and a half feet across. But uh, that's big. There are bigger stingrays in the world, but, but uh, the biggest ones you're likely to see around here are going to be those. And... They're, they're pretty friendly and they're pretty impressive animals to see. Do you know that you can, there's ways to tell them apart if they're male or female? I was taught that, but I don't. Did you? Is, other than have the, like certain amount of dots. Other than the size, the I dots forgot. on the bottom? I don't remember. We didn't pay attention. Nope. We really should have. <laughs> We're here to be educated. Yes, educate us, Matt. <laughs> so, so stingrays, of course, they have that stinging barb. And that's, in the case of the southern stingray, it's a little bit down the tail. So that's, that's not the gender thing, though. The, so underneath the tail, there are two fins, which are actually their pectoral or their pelvic fins, rather. And between those pelvic fins, if there are two finger-like protrusions, those are called claspers, that's the boy. Okay. And if, it's, if they're not there, that's the girl. So if you, if you, and sharks are the same way. So if you see a shark, if you see a stingray, look for those claspers. And the males, it's real obvious. Once you know it and you look for it, it's like really easy to tell. But also, if you see a stingray that is bigger than like two and a half, three feet, um, that is probably a female as well. So if I get that close to a shark, I don't know if I'm going to ask to see his claspers, <laughs> but I might be so bold. <laughs> Maybe in an aquarium. When you're in an aquarium, oh, okay. you stand yeah. around, you're like, oh, there goes a male shark, and there goes a female <laughs> shark. People are really be really impressed with that. Mm. They're like, wow, how do you know that? You're like, I can speak shark like Aquaman. It's, it's all good. Exactly. It's pretty, pretty easy to tell. So, so southern stingrays are the ones that you're likely to see and encounter. Uh, but there are other stingrays that I have seen in the Caribbean. Have you ever seen any other species of stingray? On I've your seen cruising? eagle ray. I don't know yes. if that's like a different, I guess, uh, yeah. a different species. Yeah, I yeah, think absolutely. that's it. Yeah, I, I, I thought you had seen a spotted eagle ray because I think you sent yeah. me like a picture or something of it. Yeah, it was in right. Freeport, actually. There was like a whole, do you call them a school if there's multiple? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they're fish. Okay. Called. Okay. Yeah, so fun, like fun trivia, though. A group, of, a group of stingrays called a smack. A which is, smack. Which is always smack fun. A smack of stingrays. Of stingrays. I like that. No, that's not. <laughs> No, that's jellies. That's jellies. Not, oh. not, did no. I say that? I said that totally wrong. Let me that's say that again. Something though. It's a, it's a smack of jellies. That's what I meant to say, but I said stingrays. <laughs> yes. A group, of, a group of stingrays is called a school. It's a smack okay. of jellies. Okay. But don't nice. smack the jellies because they'll sting you. It's a fever. Yeah. A stingray group is called a, a fever? A group of stingrays is called a fever. Look at that. Oh, I wow. just learned something fever new. of stingrays. A fever. I mean, wow. you see them when it's hot, so... <laughs> That's true. So they, they have a different they have a different special name just for stingrays, I guess. I didn't actually know that. That's really cool. I mean, I knew that, 
Did you? The Google knew that. <laughs> <laughs> I have got a that. fever, and the only prescription is more stingrays. <laughs> Give me fever, and then a bunch of stingrays show up. <laughs> but, but one of the one of the animals that I see that's not the southern stingray, and probably the only one I've seen in the Caribbean, are uh, I haven't seen eagle rays. I've seen eagle rays around here, but I've seen yellow stingrays. So yellow stingrays are smaller. They're a little more round, whereas the southern stingrays are more of a diamond shape. Mm-hmm. And they are, like their name would suggest, they are yellow in color, but then they have kind of dark brown on them and they have a really intricate pattern and they are usually, they blend in really, really well. And like the southern stingrays, they'll kind of hang out on the bottom, but they're really okay. pretty stingrays. You'll probably see one at some point because especially like Chonkanob, I usually see a bunch of them at Chonkanob. Okay. Um, once you see, and it's like, once you see one, then you'll start to see them all over the place has been my experience. But cool. If you're in Florida, then you might see a fever, a stingray swimming by if it's in the <laughs> springtime. And those might be cow nose rays, which is a kind of stingray you see at a lot of aquariums. And they're a little bit more active. So they're not usually sitting on the bottom. They're usually swimming around and they have sort of that sort of like um, spotted eagle rays they have sort of that devil ray look or manta ray look to them but they're much smaller whereas like a manta ray can get like 23 feet long or something wide crazy huge but um wow. the yeah the the cow nose rays are a lot smaller but you might see those in the caribbean but more likely you'd see those in florida and they look like they're smiling they do look like they're smiling <laughs> now if you're looking to find eagle rays you usually can find them at the hotel california right that's where the eagles the eagles <laughs> rate ah uh, music jokes. jokes you can check in but you can never leave or exactly. something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, eagle rays are really beautiful though if, if you do see an eagle ray you'll know because they are a dark brown or almost mm-hmm. black color with big white spots or rings on them and they can get pretty big too not as big as the manta rays but they can get pretty large and they're just graceful just gorgeous animals Mm-hmm. And I know if you do that whale shark excursion that I did, which is only available in Cozumel in the summer months, because that's when the whale sharks are there. And you actually have to go up to Cancun and go out. So it's a long, it's a long trip to get there, but they will often see manta rays there. And I know some of the cruises that go out of California and they go down to like Baja, California, in that area. I think they do whale shark. Well, I know they do whale shark swims. And I think they get mantas over there too, but I'm not 100% sure on that. But all those animals are related. They're all basically in the big ray group, which is also related to sharks. And that just means that they don't have any bones in their body. So they do have a skeleton, right. but it's yeah. made of cartilage, kind of like a yeah. uh, yeah. nose or, or an ear, something like that. So they're, they're, that's why they're so flexible and kind of flimsy they're able to just swim around and and do what they want <laughs> like gumby of the sea exactly yeah exactly. Oh, mr ray from finding nemo is a spotted eagle ray ah yeah okay, there you go look at how much we learn from finding nemo <laughs> it's true actually <laughs> So D, since I have you on here, I know you are a kindred spirit as in that you love to snorkel. And I always get excited when your vlogs come out because I know there's going to be some snorkeling action in there. And I love to see snorkeling footage and things like that. So I just wanted to chat with you about snorkeling a little bit. Uh, what is your favorite place that you have snorkeled? Like where, where's been your, your, and you don't have to limit it to one, but where are some of the, your best snorkeling spots you've encountered? Um, definitely Curacao. 
I said it right this time. There you go. <laughs> um, was that at Mambo because, Beach? Were you at, I think it's called uh, Mambo Beach. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Because of the rock wall that was there, I think yeah. it just drew the fish to it. And yeah. there was so many, so, so much of a variety yes. to see there. So that was really amazing. And I also really enjoy Grand Turk because it's mm -hmm. free beach day and the snorkeling is really good there. Right there yeah. off the ship. Yeah. yeah wow. And some larger fish. And I've seen lots of eels and lobster and nothing like too too impressive but <laughs> just your standard stuff but really good snorkeling there as well oh and if you go to grand turk and you you snorkel right off the ship it's really it's pretty easy snorkeling because the, the depth yeah. isn't too bad and there is a lot of structure there i really enjoyed snorkeling there as well mm -hmm. i've done snorkeling and diving excursions in grand turk and if you do a snorkeling excursion they'll often take you to a place called the wall which is like a seven thousand foot drop off wow. and they'll take you right to the edge which is really cool, but the problem is for the average snorkeler, it's not great because the depth there is like somewhere between 20 and 40 feet. So mm. you're not, you might see some fish that they're sort of feeding up near the surface, but you're not going to be down seeing them unless you can really free dive down there. So actually, if you're going to go to Grand Turk, you might want to consider the free snorkeling as a mm -hmm. better option than doing that. Now, they do take you sometimes to another spot that's a little bit shallower, but at that spot, I see the same kind of stuff there as I do at the free place. So you know, yeah. why spend the money and be limited on time when you could just go right off the ship, jump in the water, and boom, you're good good to go. And another good place to do that, which I recently discovered, is Grand Cayman. Have you snorkeled in Grand Cayman at all? We did. We went with Don, Don Foster's. Foster's. Okay. Yeah, and that was actually really good. Um, it, Devil's we, Grotto? Where's, what I think is it was called Devil's called? Grotto. Yeah, yeah. right so, off their dive shop. So Don Foster's is is pretty close to the the where the ship's port, mm -hmm. and um, and there is another place that's even closer that's like right next to Eden the Rock, port. right? And Eden Eden Rock and yeah. Devil's Grotto is right in that same area, so you can actually kind of see all those. Like okay. they're just down the beach from each other. Um, I've dove with Don Foster's and have had wonderful experiences with them. Just absolutely great dive masters, and they just you know it's just been a really pleasurable experience. The last time I dove with the Eden Rock place, which is right there. But the great thing was about that is that uh, after I went diving there, I just jumped back in the water. They have lockers you can rent. I just went and jumped back in the water and went snorkeling and free diving there for like another couple hours. Oh, and wow. <laughs> the next time I go to Grand Cayman, if I'm not diving, I'm just going to get off the ship and it'll be almost like a free day. And yeah. that place is even cooler than Grand Turk because it's got those huge rock structures and, and uh, caves and just loaded with fish. We saw a lot of squid there. There's giant tarpon swimming everywhere. Oh, wow. um, I watched a video that somebody posted and they had like a shark, a sea turtle, a squid, an octopus, and all these things in one video. And I'm like, oh my goodness. they must have gone over and over again to get all that footage. <laughs> and I asked the guys at the dive shop, I'm like, do you think that would be in one dive? And they're like, oh yeah, that's a pretty average day. I'm like, what? So uh -huh. definitely another good option to, okay. to do that. Yeah. And, and the other thing I want to talk about, because I know this is always a big topic, is snorkeling gear. Yes. And, and you have used both the full face mask mm -hmm. and the regular traditional mask and snorkel. And you, what are your opinions of those? While I like the full face mask just for visibility and just being able to breathe normally, I prefer just the traditional. I like to dive down and I feel it's a lot easier to do that with just a regular snorkel. Yeah, I would agree. And Kimber, you've used both of those as well, right? Yeah. What, is your, what are your opinions on those? I like the full face a lot 
same reason because you can like see really well and you can breathe normally i'm trying to get used to the regular <laughs> one because you're we're gonna break you're gonna in. convince me and train me to do this free diving <laughs> right. thing but for now the full face i think yeah have you, Jay, have you used the um, full face I'm, mask? I have not used the full face. I, I've used the traditional kit and that's about it. I know the full face has more air in it, obviously. So just science, when you dive, it's going to yeah. be a little probably yeah. more. It kind of sucks. <laughs> hey! Literally. Uh, no, no pressure. Actually, a lot of pressure. Oh. I'm sorry. But but yeah, the, the full face mask is really good for surface snorkeling. It's also mm -hmm. really good for people who are less comfortable with snorkeling. True. Um, it's, it's a great field of view. That's been my experience with it. Um, I know one of our listeners, Tony Dials has had good luck with it with facial hair. I have found that it leaks like a sieve for me, but maybe uh, I didn't have the mm -hmm. right fit. So I'm curious about that. But as far as like, if you're free diving a few feet, I don't think it's a big deal. Have you dove down like three or four feet with that full face on or? I have. Yeah. It definitely suctions to your face and it, it's a little more difficult. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the way that you counter that, if you're diving like 30, 40 feet underwater is you exhale into your mask and that equalizes the pressure. So okay. the the free diving mask that you use, you want to have the smallest amount of air space in your mask as possible because then you have less that you have to fill to compensate for that. So with that huge face, you would have to blow a lot of air in there and you're going to waste all of your air <laughs> right. that you need to hold your breath. Plus, you know, if you take something that's full of air underwater, it doesn't want to stay underwater. Right. The more right. air you have, the more you're going to be fighting with it. But if you just swim in a few feet, you can get away with that for sure and have a good experience. But I, but yeah, if you, if you really, I feel like it's almost like the training wheels of snorkeling. And then as you yeah. sort of graduate and, and get more advanced, some people, that's all they want and that's fine. But if, if you start doing the free diving and staying underwater and filming that octopus and stuff, then you want to kind of try out those traditional masks and see the difference. Yeah, Very I agree. Cool. Very cool. Well, listen, I think we're going to wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for, for coming on board. And well, thanks for having us. Thank you. This uh, is I, fun. When I decided to do this podcast format, like you guys were one of the first people I thought of. I'm like, I hope I can get Paradis <laughs> oh. on there. Oh, geez. You always have, I know I'm sappy, but you always have a special place for me because you were kind of, <laughs> you know, like my, my fantasy class ship for Kimber here. So. <laughs> You're my, my first vlogger. One of the OG vlogs. That means we're old. That's right. You're calling us old. You're calling us old. I'm, I think I'm older than both of you, so don't worry about that. <laughs> but also, also, you guys still are one of my favorite vlog channels because I just love your your videos, your personality. So thank you so much for coming on. And uh, anything, anything you want to say to to wrap up? Until, Until next, next time, rock, rock on. on. Bye, everyone. See you on the ship side. All right. Have a fantastic week. Hey everybody, we don't want to disappoint you, but we decided this episode was pretty long, so we didn't want to do anything at the end after the credits because that would just extend 
this episode even longer, right? Yeah, we would hate to have you guys have to listen to us go on and on and on and on and on right. and yeah, I on. Mean, I mean, we already listened to the whole episode, so we thought if we add something special at the end, that's just more time to that's going to extend this episode even longer, and, and we figured that that probably wouldn't be the best thing, and we wouldn't have time to do that. So we decided not to do anything special. Yeah, I'm glad we made that decision, because who'd want to listen to us talking about like other stuff at the end after they listen to the whole episode of us talking about awesome stuff anyways. It's a lot. It's a lot to do. So I'm glad that we, yeah, I think you're right. I'm glad that we decided not to do anything special. And, you know, maybe next week we'll we'll do something at the end. Well, we probably will because it's a special episode. But all right. Yeah, I guess I guess that's I guess that's it. Thank you for not listening to the end of the recording since there was nothing here to listen to.